Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodhi, and I am your host, and I have a awesome show for you this week. I sat down with Brad and Sierra. As you know, or as many of you know, they are taking on a trip around the United States to different places, and they ended up in Texas during the snowstorm, so we're going to talk about what it was like living out of their Model 3 for three days in the middle of an unprecedented storm, snowstorm. So uh, they have some really cool stories to tell you, some really cool nuggets to learn from. We're also going to talk about scheduling Tesla service while you're away from home and other really cool little goodies. And three quick things before we start. First, uh, we have given away 100 out of the $200 that Chip and I are giving away, Amazon gift cards. So I'm really happy about that. If you are in need or you just want something from Amazon or you have a project that you've been working on, you've been putting off because you're like, eh, I don't want to spend the money, send me an email. Or if you have a family member or a friend that could use it or you could use it, just send me an email and we'll send you a $50 gift card. We have two more to give away. And the second thing is, is um, in the middle of the podcast, at some point their dog gets a squeaker your toy and... We just rolled with it because she was happy and didn't want to take it away from her. But you're going to hear, I took a lot of them out, but you're going to hear some squeaking while Brad and Sierra are talking during some of the show. It's not terrible. I took as many out as I could, but I found it to be very charming. And finally, you're going to hear how awkward I can get when I'm introducing a guest, even if that guest is family. So I messed up the intro a couple times. I left it in there because it's genuine, and there was some good laughs, so I left it in there. All right, without further ado, let's get right down to the interview with Brad and Sierra. Brad and Sierra, welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> hey. Hello. Thanks Hello. for having us. <laughs> First time talking in so long. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, we're definitely due for an update. We are. And I wanted to have you guys back because you had a grand adventure that nobody else in this world has had. Only you two. So 
Um, well, that's terrible. <laughs> Brad and Sierra, welcome to the show. <laughs> Take one. First Nailed one. It. Nailed it. Nailed it. Hi. Thank you no, for having us. Okay. <laughs> well, hello, Brad and Sierra. How are you guys? We're, How are you today? <laughs> so good. So happy to be here. Hey. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. You know, the hardest thing for me for this stupid podcast is saying hello to the guests as if we haven't talked for the last 30 minutes and then also saying goodbye because I know immediately after we are just going to go ahead and have another little conversation before we leave. Mm -hmm. And like I was recording uh, with Jessica and I was like, okay, Jessica, have a great day. And she's like, okay, have a great day, Bodie. Thank you very much for having me on. And I hit hung up and I completely removed everything from our um, from, I, I, I ended the entire call. Like I had to call her and be like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so Please don't shut your browser so everything can upload. <laughs> I have gotten what I needed and that was it. Yeah. I- <laughs> Kicked out. Yeah. yeah. You're done. You're done. See you in a month. So, but yeah. So hi guys. Uh, in all seriousness, I wanted to have you back on because last time we left, you guys, you were going to be traveling to Texas with your brand new Tesla Model 3 and your, you know, one and a half year old golden retriever. 19 month old. <laughs> oh, 19 months. So sorry. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> well, how many puppuccinos did you get her between here and there? In a 19 hour drive, how many puppuccinos well, did that dog eat? She's watching her sugar intake. So that's a pretty <laughs> insensitive question. <laughs> She's keto. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, um, you guys, you guys got your car just before Christmas, right? Or does it just after? Just after? Just before? Yeah, just before, like mid December. Christmas. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, because like you had it here during Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. Well, how wouldn't it? So you guys basically had that time, plus a couple of weeks to prepare for your trip. Uh, to we went to Texas. Now, knowing that you guys got the standard range plus, which is what two hundred and sixty mile range. Yep, right around yeah, there. A little, a little more, but yeah, they're about. I want to know, mostly for, for my own argument's sake, when I want to buy a Tesla, and I have to argue this with my wife. How did you go about planning uh, <laughs> for your trip? Because. 260 miles is a little less than you're going to get with a, a gas vehicle, but you have to make stops anyway for, for your doggy. So what was, what was the plan there? What was the process? Well, first we waited a really long time. <laughs> to get the car. Yeah. Well, no, like we like waited way too long to plan. And then yeah. you started freaking out naturally. Yeah. That's when it hit me like yeah. two days before yeah. I was like, wait, like we have to stop and charge it. <laughs> like what? Yeah. And we did know it was going to be more than one day. So we also, you want, you were like really wanted to book the hotels, which was good. Oh, and yeah. It definitely helped. Having a hotel. Um, but yeah, I mean, so then you were like nervous about it. And we went in the car and we put in the destination. And, you know, it's like it shows you all of the uh, spots. Um, 
you know, along the way, it plans out like MapQuest, but also adds in the chargers and tells you how much battery you're going to have. And and you see, like, as it's populating all the chargers, you see the travel time just go up and up and up. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it started, like, 17 uh, hours, and it ended at, like, 24 or yeah, something. Yeah, you're like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and that was kind of a hard hit at first, like, yeah. just seeing it on paper. I'm just like... yeah. And it ended up not being a big deal at all. But at first, it was like, oh, wow, we're really, like... Was it accurate? Adding on a lot of, a lot of time. Yeah. No, it, well, it? it was, but when it maps it out, it tells you... Um, it bases it off of the minimum amount you have to charge. So it's like, you could just stop and charge for 15 minutes and go on to your next charger. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, we would charge more because we're, like, we're not really comfortable with letting it get to 5 10% like the car's fine with, you know? Yeah, um, that was... So it's yeah. kind of accurate, but we usually went a, a bit above yeah. what it suggested. Oh, yeah. Pretty much every time. We would just... We were, like, we'd just fully charge, basically. Yeah. Not fully, but, you know, like... Um, but, yeah, it... So that that certainly added a lot of time. Because you can mm-hmm. just fill to what you need, so, yeah. But it is true. We were going to stop, like, thinking about our road trip from Northern California to Arizona, like... We would stop every two hours anyway because we were bored, had to use the bathroom, the dog had to go out. Yeah. So, well, that first, I remember that first time we saw like 17 times. It was like crazy. Before we even had the Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. We so we're already we very stop. frequent stoppers. Yeah. You just naturally stop. I mean, unless you're like. Well, as Sierra knows, that is not how I roll in the least. Like once we get in the car, we're not stopping unless it's for gas. <laughs> and then that's it. That that is as far as it goes. My wife actually has a rule in our marriage that we had to set up early on. I think it was even before we got married. Is that she has the require she has the option of stopping once an hour to go to the bathroom, and I have to accommodate her. She doesn't have to use it, but I have to accommodate those requests. <laughs> yeah, the Tesla's in her favor then. <laughs> yeah, it's built in good P spots. Yeah, I mean, pretty much everyone had a place you could. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. And a place you could get food from. Yeah. Most of them. Nearby, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A lot were, um, a lot were like Hampton and Expresses or Holiday Inn or Marriott. How does that work if you're not a guest? Um, yeah, we noticed a couple of hotels a lot. So all of them were open to the public. Mm-hmm. The, but yeah. Except for one? Yeah. But otherwise. Yeah, they were all open. And they were all perfectly along the route. Like, we never had to go a long stretch where we were, like, uncomfortable, you know? Like, oh, we're not going to need a charger in time. Like, they were perfectly spaced out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was a relief. But I didn't really know what to expect yeah. and was happy about. Yeah, and I think it's a really big question people have, too. Like, this is, like, yeah. A lot of other people asked this, too, because they were like, what? Mm-hmm. So. Did you talk about the Mississippi man? No one? No, never mind. It's okay. <laughs> You can tell me later. <laughs> we just have a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people when we were charging would come and ask us about the car. And the first yeah. the first question they had was, how often you have to charge mm-hmm. it? How big of a pain that is? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, we yeah, and don't want it to be the main focus. The story. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because everybody here listening realizes it's like a normal car and it has all the normal fun. It can go 80 miles an hour. You know, like, et cetera. So, um, yeah. So, I but a lot of people didn't. Like, people had questions about that. And I think that's fair to agree because historically, you know, electric cars haven't. So, it's like. 
No, I think that's fair. I think, uh, I think media plays a lot into that, right? I, cause I, I work with a guy who was like, he's like, you'll never take your car on a long electric car on a long distance trip. And I was, and this was right before you guys were going. Did you meet yourself, Sierra? Oh, okay, I did because gotcha, gotcha. Cleo got a squeak toy, but Brass <laughs> taking it away. I thought I could really. That's okay. I didn't know if you did it on purpose. <laughs> so you're good. Um, anyway, that was right before you guys got your car. And I was like, well, no, they're actually planning a road trip and it's not going to be a problem. He's like, yeah, you'll, you'll never do it. I have a friend who has a Tesla and he doesn't drive it anywhere outside of the city. And I was like, well, your, your friend either isn't real or is an idiot because you can drive it wherever you want. <laughs> even if you don't have a, a Tesla charger and he's like, no, no, you can't. He's like, he, he doesn't, he won't take it anywhere. And if you get a Tesla, you aren't going to take long trips with it. And I was like, yeah, I am. That's the part of the reason why I want to get the Tesla. Oh yeah. yeah. That's why we did too. But like, and, and that's the, that's exactly the part of the story that they're not realizing. Right. It's like they're, they're seeing the cost or the negative, which is like, sure. You have to charge a little bit more often. And, you know, at first we were telling the story and we we're like, oh, yeah, you have to charge more often. But the other half of the story is the benefit, which is like autopilot and FSD. And um, it's way less draining. It's like when it's on full self-driving and we're both people who really don't like to drive. Some people find peace just staring out on the open road. But that is not us. Like we're very anxious. I'm very anxious driver. <laughs> um so being able to have the car just do the work, and it's really incredible, like, especially on highways, like, you, you're you there, and of course, like, your hands are on the wheel, but you kind of figure out a good rhythm where, like, your hands are just hanging there, and you're still paying attention, you know, liability-wise, but it's just <laughs> so much less draining and exhausting at the end of the day of driving when FSD is on versus if you have to be fully in control oh, the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Like, it is so significant. Yeah. Like, we could, we feel like we could drive all day for a few days and, like, not even take too much of a hit. Now, if you had to compare, right, your percentage while you're on the freeway of driving with FSD, what percentage... Not, I would guess not compare. If you had to guess, what percentage of the time you're on the highway was FSD? Yeah, it's pretty easy. I know exactly almost. A <laughs> hundred? Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent of the time. And, and to the point where like one of us is driving, this happens on like either bus and, and we're starting to drive on the highway and then one's like, why are you driving? <laughs> yeah, we literally will get mad at the other. We're like, stop yeah, driving. Like stop you're doing driving. bad. Like yeah. let, let the car drive. Please. Like... <laughs> Yeah, And it's even like, I'm like, you realize you're driving, right? Because I always assume that it's like on accident, you know, like there's no way he's intentionally driving right now. (laughs) And like, we even feel that way, not as much like on the side roads, but, and Brad's more, more confident than I am for using it on like non-highway streets. But you'd probably use it like 60, 70% of the time on other roads, wouldn't you say? Yeah, on non-highway roads. Yeah. 60 would be probably be about. And I probably do like 20% on side roads because I get really nervous about um, cars parked on the road or if it's going to see bicycles and stuff. Um, I'm pretty nervous about that. But if it's like a empty neighborhood or something, not too dense, then, then I'll use it then. Yeah. Like on the highway, I'll like 
if there's nobody around, it's easy to like look out the side. You can like check out your surroundings and like really change like, the music. Relax. Yeah. But, and like the system's good enough to handle that where it's still better than me. <laughs> but on the, on the side roads, it's our version. And we're excited for the next version FSD. But, um, it's, it's like, yeah, I'm going to pay attention. Oh yeah. You know, You're like, very prepared to take over. And that's the thing. It's like people are like, you know, especially like, even AI people and stuff, they're like, it's so dangerous to have this, like, any level two, it's dangerous, because people assume. It's like, no, at the end of the day, you still realize it's your car, you've seen it fail a few times, and you're like, okay, even if I'm going to use it, I'm going to be careful. Like, You kind of know it's weak spots yeah, pretty yeah. easily. So, I think that's, like, maybe if you just get in the car and you're, you know, still new to it, maybe, but when you're driving... And you've used it a while. You're, it's pretty. You're pretty aware <laughs> when you have to pay attention when you don't. Yeah, I'm guessing like anything, you just kind of get adapted to it, right? Like if you were to drive one of our cars now, you'd be like, "Why is this stupid car not doing what I expect it to do?" So over time, you just kind of it, get adapted. <laughs> I, I started last week. Uh, our friend was in town. And, uh, we were talking about it a little bit. So I started describing full self-driving t- like this, right? Cause it's not technically full self-driving. It's only level two at this point, which is a really good level two, because there is a lot of car companies out there that say they're level two and Tesla's heads and tails above them, right? I've never ridden in like a Chevy, uh, or the Cadillac that has level two charging. So that one might be really good too. I, I don't have a, a frame of reference for that. But it's basically like you still got to pay attention. It's like having a, another set of eyes in the passenger seat, but they don't it, they don't constantly nag you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and when when it's on the highway, I even feel like I'm almost the passenger. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, and I'm nagging the system. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, change lanes yet. You know, like, <laughs> um, oh, a little presumptuous, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. But some, but there's definitely been cases where we're like, oh wait, I see why I did that. Yeah, that's oh yeah, that's that, pretty weird. Especially on navigating iPod autopilot, which I I don't really use a ton, but um, it, especially at first it would be like you know it's like a two lane highway, and then it would be like um, moving over for traffic, and you know you kind of like fast lane um, deal with that, right? Uh, I could have said that better, but, (laughs) but, uh, but, or at all almost. Um, but, uh, so, so anyway, so we're in the fast lane and it would go like, okay, I'm going to move over for, you know, to get in the slow lane. And like half the time I'd be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And the other half seemed like, I was like, no, this is, why are you moving over? Don't move over. Like stay in the fast lane. And then like 10, 15 seconds later, I'm like, oh, that's why. Like <laughs> legit, like there would be somebody who I didn't see, um, and then they're like on our tail or like you know some something else. There would be right, right, like somebody's going too slow in front um, of you or whatever, and it picked up yeah. from another yeah, Tesla or whatever. Weird. It's just transmitting all that data. It's also it's pretty amazing. Like when you go from being like nervous about it and like not trusting it to like trusting it mm-hmm. and like knowing its capabilities, it's like almost like a second. <laughs> Awakening is not the right word. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like a whole different level of like appreciation for the for what it can do. 
Mm-hmm. Like once you start trusting it. Yeah, awakening might be an overstatement. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I couldn't think of another word. I do feel like it is very freeing. Like you really feel like you're getting your brain back. You're like, oh my gosh, I don't have to like think about the exact like staying in the lane. I can just like yeah, you know, notice where the cars are, where their cars are, and like look out for like if there's debris in the road or sure, something. Yeah, yeah, look out and get the context, and but also like look around and swivel your head a little bit, and and I think mm-hmm. that like probably helps people stay awake, and and actually probably helps you focus. Well, there was like a highway. There was a study that just came out about the bears being added. I shouldn't, because I don't remember who did it. Like, National Highway Institute uh-huh. did, like, the um, study where they had they they had people drive on the highway, then they had, a, like, a pearl bear attached. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a stuffed animal bear? Yeah. That was, uh, the, the whole point of that was to show that level two charging, and I don't think it had a specific company that they did it, was to show that level two charging helped you pay attention more often. Not, not charging. Not tra- <laughs> level two. Um, yeah, not FSD. charging. I'm sorry. Yeah. Level two yeah. autonomy because it's not even FSD. It's level two <laughs> autonomy. But yeah, I, I I read about that and I didn't put it in last week's show because it was a big show, but I read about that. And um, most of the people didn't even recognize it the people that weren't driving with level two on, uh, they didn't, most people didn't even recognize that there was a bear in the back of the car attached to the back of the car. And then like Brad was saying, people with level two, um, enabled, they saw the the car and it would drive by them like several times. It would like slow down and drive past and slow down and drive past. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. And, and if you were just new to the system, if you were like, we're, had only driven a little bit on uh, autopilot FST, you you would get worse. So initially you get worse, um, but then once you're used to the system, you actually much better. Mm-hmm. And it's like that rings so true. It's yeah. Like, when you're first getting used to that system, it's like learning to drive again in a way, like unlearning to drive again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I can see it being worse initially, but certainly better after. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to put it is you're unlearning to drive simply because it is different. You have to be willing to um you ha- you have to be willing to shift focus. It's not to lessen your focus, you just have to shift your focus off of like you said things like staying in the lane and more of a more broad view of what is going on around you. And it's not like, I'd be interested. Have you ever been on the backside of Tahoe? Like the, on the backside of Tahoe, if you go through South Lake and then you're heading up to like Truckee, it's like really windy and terrifying. And there's like, like there's no guardrails on some of the, the, the roads that you're driving on. And it just feels like you're going to fall off the, the end of the earth. And it's really high. I would like you guys to please go up. <laughs> pull up, turn on full self-driving and tell me how relaxing that was. <laughs> yeah, I will say. <laughs> yeah. Would, it does yeah. take some turns a little fast. You know, it doesn't does. do exactly what you would do. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In those situations, not yet. And it's about the yeah. trust too. It's like, uh, 
it almost is going to be like worse for people who were early on the system or something because they've like seen it fail. And then like if if somebody's just jumping into the FSD program like really late and it's really mature, they're going to like implicitly trust it a lot. But somebody who's like seen it fail so much like initially is going to be like, eh, I'm going to be careful for probably a lot Ever. longer. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, yeah, I mean, it's very good and it's way better than driving yourself, I think. But it's still like, you know, it's. I mean, autopilot's fantastic. <laughs> the highway driving is phenomenal. Um, and there's some ca- cases where it's, like, pretty obvious. You're like, oh, this is going to be a crazy situation, and I'm going to take over. But um, still such a nice feature to have <laughs> on the highway. Like, I feel safer. I feel more alert. At the end, I'm way not, like, drained. And, yeah. Um, it's just a totally different experience, a totally different way to drive. That's awesome. Um, now do you guys want to go in chronological order? Cause I kind of think we should save the Texas when you were there for last, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. What I would like to talk about is, um, you guys made a service appointment cause you had some damage to your vehicle and just kind of walk us through real quick how the, cause I think ending on the service appointment might, <laughs> might be a little anticlimactic compared to what you guys have been through. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Stay tuned for the Texas snowstorm. No power, no water. How did they survive? <laughs> yeah, at the end of the show. Um, yeah, the our first service appointment. R.I.P. Our first windshield. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a crack in it, and yeah. quickly spread through yeah. the whole front windshield. It didn't affect the top. Yeah, thank goodness. It was. It was. The initial point was like pretty high, very, very high on the front windshield, but luckily it didn't hit. I, I think it would have been worse if it was like on the top because it seems like a whole different beast. But, um, yeah, I was on the, but yeah, I spread pretty much from one side to the mirror. So, like, did your insurance cover that or was that something under warranty or did you have to pay out of pocket? Yeah, insurance covered, but we also like we tried to make an appointment with a local, um, windshield, like just you know person who does it um in texas yeah and they didn't want to do it no they were like yeah don't trust us because because of the cameras Uh so and if they break the cameras then it could start having maybe an impact on warranty it's like unclear i don't want to like say it because i i don't know i just know i was nervous about like Mm -hmm. having our warranty and everything like that um but then we tried to make a appointment at a service center in texas and they were all booked up for, like, weeks. Um, like, Houston, there were, like, quite a few, and there were no appointment slots at all. So then we're like, okay, I yeah. guess we'll have to wait till we get to our next stop. I wonder what happened in Texas that allowed that build up like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hmm, maybe we'll hear about Ooh, yeah. it later in the story. Ooh, a little tease. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so so then you, like, you booked the, the service appointment on the app. Yeah. Flawlessly. It was, like... Took a couple pictures of it. And that was it. Meanwhile, I'm trying to work with the insurance company. And, like, then that insurance company has, like, a broker they work through for that. (laughs) He got the bad end of the deal. I was like, (laughs) I'll make the appointment. You do the insurance. And so, like, yeah. Like, I call them. And they're they're fine. And everything seems good. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to haggle with, uh, in so many words, we're going to haggle with Tesla. 
you know. Oh, and it's worth noting that the windshield costs one thousand dollars to be replaced. Nine nine twenty five, yeah. Yeah, we were like, what? Because yeah, I've were. gotten windshields replaced for like two hundred dollars. So <laughs> that eight dollars a month that's added to your insurance is real. Real worth it at that point. Yeah, yes. we, we didn't even know if we had that. We're glad yeah. we did. Yeah, no deductible. Yeah. So. But yeah, so the only back and forth stuff was insurance. But once that was figured out, we don't have to drag people through it. We we just... <laughs> and then, so then I called up. <laughs> and then she and said, like, call yeah. back at the end of the day. No. <laughs> and then I talked to David, and David didn't have any clue, so we started over. So let me tell the story again. <laughs> then they forwarded me to... <laughs> Everyone loves those stories. Um, but yeah, so we finally... And, and you also, because of that insurance thing, you had to push back the... Like, the appointment was oh, on true. Tuesday. Then it was like, you pushed it back on Wednesday. We were waiting. Thursday. Mm-hmm. And like, each time it was like... So easy. They were like, okay, fine. Yep. Like, the app's like, you just do it in the app. And it's no hassle, nothing. Like, you can just move your thing, your your yeah. appointment. Totally fine. I was surprised Beautiful. by that. I thought after the second or third one, they'd be like, <laughs> nah, we're not going to serve you. Yeah. Like, I was nervous about that, but they were totally fine with it. Yep. Yeah. yeah which is awesome. And so then we went in the morning, we we drove there. Mm-hmm. Um, we got instructions. We got like a message in the app that said like, this is a touchless experience. Drive it into this spot. Mm-hmm. Message was self-destructing. Yeah. <laughs> um, you yeah, drive yeah. into a garage with a bunch of other Teslas that have missing parts. Yeah, which was weird to see. <laughs> it was weird to see Teslas without bumpers. Yeah. Like, oh, no. That looks so bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so would any car. But yeah. Yeah. Like... And and what, when we pulled into our space, it knew we were there. It's like, you've arrived. Here's wow. your $100 Uber credit. One hundred dollars? Yeah. That was what if you don't use it? Do you still get to keep it? Um so that was No, you have twenty four hours and it expires. (laughs) Yeah, no, we 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 only used it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we were like uncomfortable doing Uber, but yeah. Um but yeah, we like dropped it off and Uber there and then at, at the end of the day got a message that it was ready. You use the Uber credit? Yeah, that was so cool. I At the end of the day, so you like go onto the app. Oh, you also pay in the app. Yeah, you pay through the app. Um, and then at the end of the day, it was like, oh, I took a picture. Um, it says, you know, like, ready. Oh, it says ready for pickup. And and it was charging. So they plugged it in. So yeah, they like, plugged it in for us. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, let's wait because it's kind of hard to charge here. So I'm like, <laughs> let's just like wait. <laughs> yeah. It's take our time. Yeah. Yeah. It says ready for pickup charging um i mean it was like level two so it's 30 miles an hour but um like a destination charge level mm-hmm. um oh yeah. yeah it was great and then so, yeah we went and then grabbed it walked in grabbed it yeah and never talked to anyone never saw anyone yeah like that was kind of a weird like auto shop experience so it was just yeah. so like honestly that sounds like a dream to me yeah, yeah it was really nice yeah, and now I got the new windshield. Yeah, and what a windshield it is! Oh my gosh! Wow, it is. I would yeah. imagine that it hurts your soul to to look at the old windshield after only owning the car for a couple of months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty sad. Yeah, yeah. and and it, we just watched it get worse and worse. And Brad did a little uh, home remedy. Oh yeah, I did. I yeah. Next time, um, I would just do that right away. I got the kit. Um, 
To stop it from spreading. Yeah. Then it stopped once I put that kit on. So you just like filled the hole? Yeah. Well, it was like cracked too though. It was like just, it's like basically probably like super glue. I don't know what the <laughs> mess that mixture is, but, um, and I didn't even do a good job. I did a really bad job. <laughs> like it was one of those like projects you, and it's like, you know, it's the car. So I'm like, uh, I'm nervous about it. And I finished. I'm like, that was where I didn't, I missed, like I read the instructions like five times before <laughs> and then I'm, did it and during it, I missed like a bunch of them. Like, what you know, because you, you're like, it's drying. Oh no, it's you know, yeah, uh, sounds like a botched <laughs> arts and Pinterest fail, project. yeah, it was, but on a really <laughs> on the yeah. most expensive thing that we <laughs> no. ever owned, yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind of a weird combination to yeah. be like <laughs> sticking super glue in there, yeah, because you, you have to take you put the glue on it, then you after it dries, you take a razor blade to the windshield. And you're just scraping your windshield. I'm like, this just feels wrong. Like, <laughs> I shouldn't be scraping the car with a razor blade. <laughs> Step one, doing? key your own car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now another part of the car, too, is is now it's um, parked. And we're kind of in a more urban area. And um, it's got sentry mode on. And oh, yeah. Just that, like, feature. It's such an underrated feature. Like, mm-hmm. But, man, it's bringing me so much peace knowing that, like, all of that and it's it's like and it looks scary when it's activated because we've set it off entry sentry mode a few times and the screen like it lights up and it like like if anyone's like trying to mess with it like i think the message on the screen would scare them away (laughs) yeah Yeah, they definitely know they're being recorded yeah uh uh-huh it says now recording or something but yeah, that is nice. So, yeah, we feel like we can just check in on the car, yeah. on the app. I really cannot wait and hope. I'm sure eventually they'll have this, but where I can just, like, see the um, any events, if any events have happened, and then watch the events. Yeah, from the phone. Oh, my gosh. That would be so, again, like, I remember hearing about that a while ago, and I was like, eh. But now I'm like, that would be so great. Um, mm-hmm. It would be so nice to yeah. have that. No, that, I, I completely agree with you. Like I, if, if we get the cyber truck, I think I'm going to have to park it outside and I definitely want sentry mode. Not that my neighborhood's rough. My neighborhood is far from rough. Um, at best there, it would be taking video of people taking pictures of the truck, but, um, just in case, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just more people. It's just like, anytime you're on more people, it's like, who knows? They might be trying to do something funny and we're in a place where people drink too. So it's like, that's probably more than urban. It's like, not that there's a lot of people, but there's a lot of people drinking. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah. don't do something stupid in the car. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, do you guys know what foreshadowing is? Like when you're writing a book or telling a story? <laughs> yeah, sure. Of course. <laughs> By any chance, when you started this whole process of your trip and, and moving on to different and greener pastures, oh. did you guys experience any sort of <laughs> foreshadowing? Oh. <laughs> like, did we get any warning? Did, or did, we did get you any get a like, piece of advice from a that. sage, um, wise old man? And then Counsel. blatantly tell them that he was <laughs> stupid and ignore it. Is what that's all. That's all. That's what I'm asking him. 
I said that with my actions, not with my words. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get the snow tires. Yeah, we were like, we're going to Texas. It does not snow there. That's dumb. To be fair, I didn't want you to get snow tires, just chains. Chains. Yeah. Chains. yeah. I we did even... not think that was necessary because we're going in a climate that was supposed to be 75 degrees on average in January. So, sorry we ignored climate change and <laughs> <laughs> neglected to get... But it's fine. Honestly, What would, would chains have helped us? We weren't in, like, deep snow, right? It would have taken some of the worries off because you didn't want to drive late because of the ice. Yeah, I didn't want to drive. That's true. I mean, we should set up. Yes, the- you guys were in. Oh, yeah, I guess that's the scene. You just had to get your I told you so moment in there. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what expense. <laughs> I, I digressed because I just wanted to talk about storytelling. That's all. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, now we foreshadowed. Yeah, now everybody knows how I'm going to get murdered. Um. It won't happen in the winter time, though. But it will happen <laughs> when there's no snow on the ground. Um, so you guys stayed in what looked like a very pretty place. <laughs> what are you mouthing? Well, you're just like trying to like foresee your own death. You're yeah. like the oracle came and visited you. No, and I, I fully imagine this here is gonna be like, are the roads dry today? All right, let's go. It's the end of his life. We got him finally. <laughs> um, but you guys stayed in a nice um, little coastal community. We did. Mm-hmm. Very remote, mm-hmm. small town on the coast of yep. Texas. Yeah. Um, on the Gulf. On the Gulf. <laughs> it's on the. It's still the ocean, even if you it's the Gulf. It's still the ocean. You hear him? He Brad doesn't think he I think it's a different body of water. It's the same body of water. I mean, I think it's the same body of water. The area is just the Gulf. the The body of water remains the same. Yeah. Well, like this is where you get that from. So, like, let's just look it up. You're like, <laughs> you're like your stupidity is hereditary. <laughs> this nonsense is where you'd get it. All right, here's the thing. I don't know if if Dale has checked out, but Dale is a biologist. Not not to say that he's an oceanographer, but he uh, he has science degrees. So is is a a gulf a separate body of water, or is a gulf the same body of water just in an area? Because a peninsula is still a peninsula is connected to land. Like Florida is still in the United the the North American continent, but it. It juts out into the ocean, whereas Hawaii. I said, I hope I'm not wrong. About yeah, because hope... this is like our ongoing. <laughs> I like, like to be right, though. See, that's the thing. That's the thing about me. It's a little special thing about me. It's <laughs> a little quirky thing about yeah. Brad. So, on this case, this is a perfect example where. Well, again. He's he he's not. Well, Dale, he's, Dale this isn't his us. brand of science, but he's the only person with a the the type of science. He's the pro- closest person to listen to this show with the the type of science degree that I think would have authority that I know of. How's that? 
Okay. But maybe there's other listeners. You could you could do a little a, a democracy a, a vote. You could do a listener vote here. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody mail mail in your or um, or just use metrics like like thumbs down this <laughs> podcast if Brad's right. Thumbs up this podcast. <laughs> if you're right. Yeah, that shouldn't hurt. Just leave it in the comments. <laughs> This podcast sucks because this guy doesn't know (laughs) that a gulf is a separate body of water. (laughs) I would actually welcome that review if anybody wanted to write it. Yeah. That would show that they were listened this far, and that is amazing. (laughs) Um, Okay, sorry. Back to our (laughs) story. We were just chilling, nice, sunny beach, loving life. Yeah, yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah, it was Pretty quiet. We were right next to the water. Mm-hmm. And then we heard that, hey, a storm is coming. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's like, ooh, spooky. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, like, people were like, yeah, they might lose power. And so we're like, I, like, remember looking up, like, what's something you could do to prepare if you have that? But, like, I didn't, we didn't do anything about it. Like, I, nah. next time I'm like, hey, I should look it up. I'm going to be like, oh, wait a minute. I should be taking this very seriously. Yeah. Because, yeah, especially if you're on your little mini grid. If you're on your own. Yeah, if you don't belong to the federal. But which we didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know it was a thing either. Yeah, and now we're all very aware, so that was a fun Yeah, that's true. The whole country kind of learned that. Yeah, huh? yeah, it was kind of like a little best-kept secret. Yeah. Um. <laughs> if, it's, if it's any consolation, right... Um, cause Sierra knows that I'm paranoid in a lot of different ways in terms of, cause of my job. And I'm like, no, no, we're not going to do this because this can happen. Right. I don't know that I would have done anything wholly different. I would have probably been like, you know what power might go out for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. So maybe I would have done something in terms of making sure we had temporary yeah. heat, whatever that would means where you're at. But I don't think I would have done, I mean, we'd have extra water. Like that's about it. Like, I don't know that I would have done right. anything different yeah. at that, that, that point. was our worst case i'm like i'm not gonna go out and buy a thousand dollar generator for the airbnb yeah. i'm staying that we, we don't have any room to transport it anyway if, if yeah we were in that same mindset though like worst case scenario we lose it for a few hours or maybe like a couple hours get it back for a while lose it again because that's what they were telling people would happen like there's gonna be rolling outages mm-hmm. So if you lose it for a little while, don't freak out. It'll come back. And the other thing is there's, like, the side effects. Like, if you're just losing power, okay, not a not a huge deal. But then it, like, starts compounding because it's also cold. Below it's freezing really cold. temperatures. So then it's, like, you're, like, losing heat. You need to stay warm. But then you lose water, you know, and it's, like... And then once you've lost, and, if you don't have and we don't heat, have any gas stove or anything. Yeah, because it's, it's like hurricanes, mm-hmm. so they don't do a lot of. So like, if you don't have uh, heat and you don't have water, and you can't keep the drip going because the water is not working, so then yeah, it they, increases they your chances off. of yeah. burst pipes. Yeah, and but so like our host was like, oh yeah, I remember I was there one time when the power went off, but it was during summertime. And I'm like, if it was doing something and the power went off, I'd be like, let's just go to the beach and just party for like yeah. a few days. Like, <laughs> it's the the compounding effect of uh, the cold and then the water. And it's like, w- once you lose those two or three, right? Water, heat, uh, power. And then once the power doesn't come on for 
over three days. Yeah, yep. It's also compounding that way where it's like, yeah, every day it's like harder and harder than it was the day before. It was getting colder. Yeah, and you're like more exhausted. You're more like just... Losing hope. (laughs) (laughs) And, And you're like, yeah, just it was like, I didn't have the energy to like research more. And, our, and the phones weren't working. That mm-hmm. was another thing. Like the first day, day and a half. Yeah. I mean, at some point you guys, you, you couldn't we research couldn't. more. Yeah. Like we, saying. that's why we could call. So like that's well, why we called you. Yeah. And that's such a big part about this. Like that we should like really probably do something about because the, it's, there was places with power, but it was impossible to know which places had power. Like it was so hard to figure that out. And it was shifting too, but like, so you'd call a hotel and they'd be like, oh no, we don't. And you call another hotel. Oh no, we don't have power. Oh, you know, if, if, if they could even answer and then some would, but then like they'd be booked or mm-hmm. some places would. And then like you get there and there was no power anymore. They're like, yeah, we, we just lost it. <laughs> yeah. um, and like you, the best, the best means for keeping up is like through Twitter, which is kind of crazy. Cause like there should really be and. A service website. Yeah, and that's still, like, individual point. It's not, like, yeah. a collective look at it in any way. Which, yeah. Yeah. is a really simple... It was a problem. It's such a problem. Like, it's shocking how much of that is a problem. Because mm-hmm. um, then you don't know where to go, right? Like, even, like, if you need, you know, electricity for the car or gas and you want, you know, the gas station. Or you want to go to a store and... You know, but also we did make it to some stores and the like I went to go get water and all of the shelves were just cleared out. Yeah, water. That's that was a bad sign, too. And yeah, when at the point when the stores don't have water, nobody's pipes are, you know, like nobody's got running water. And then the stores sell out of water and you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, (laughs) you know, that's that was a weird feeling being like, wow. This could get, like, you know, very, very serious very quickly at that point. Um, Luckily, it didn't. So you guys didn't. You had water. Which went out? Power or water Power went out first. And then we lost water, like, maybe 24 hours in. Um, How long were you guys out? Because I want to talk about, like, how you managed with your tesla during that cold snap because you're to be clear to the audience the house had no water no heat it was electric all the way around electric hot water heater right you had no gas option at all um so how long did you not have water or heat um how long i mean the water was like a day less than the power outage. Yeah, but there's no hot water either. We didn't and, have hot water at all. And even, um, even the, I don't even know if it was a full day if it took. I think it was like the morning. But yeah, I mean, the power, I think, was at least 72 hours. So yeah. It was, like, it, was it, it was like maybe three and a half days. Because in the, the third night, after, no, wait, did we go three nights without power? And then we went and we found some place to stay. Um, anyway, I think that was the fourth night or the third night. Well, and then we heard from our landlord that it came back on when we were staying at the other person's house. 
um, like in the middle of the night. Yeah. And so, and so then once we knew that it had been on like for a full 12 hour straight, then we headed back. Cause we're like, what if we go back and then like it goes out again, you know? Um, but yeah, I think was all the, I think maybe, I think we did three nights of sleeping with no power. And on the fourth night when it came back on is when we got it. Yeah. Three and a half days. So when you guys were there, right, you're like, okay, the house has no power. It's cold. You guys are right on the ocean. So it's even colder with that wind. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The whole house is, like, rocking. Yeah, the whole house is rocking a lot because, like, every time the wind blows, it's like, they don't cry. Crossbirds or what. But um, (laughs) it's also all the wind goes underneath. So the house loses its heat very quickly. Oh, that's a very good point because it's up on stilts to avoid water damage. And we also realized on the last day that the ba- one of the bathroom windows was cracked. A little tiny bit, but that was the other side. <laughs> like cracked open or just yeah, broken? Just open. open a little bit. Because we had like dyed my hair, hair in there. Yeah, so. Not even like, not even. A, uh, <laughs> like but still, we were not insulating. Less. We were like, <laughs> we were actively sabotaging. Right. <laughs> But that wouldn't have made a difference. Okay, that's good. Maybe an hour, you know, that wouldn't have made a okay. difference. Well, now, I do think next time, if it, like, if you realize it's like, yeah, okay, I would have gone into a small room, like, tried not to open the door as much as possible, gotten plastic or something to put over the windows, put even a blanket over that, over the windows, and uh, mm-hmm. just tried to stay in the one room as much as possible. Could have been way better. Yeah. It would have lasted a little longer, but at some point you're going to lose the heat anyway. Like at some point. Yeah. And you want to be careful, right? Because you don't want to be using like candles and stuff because eventually the candles will put off stuff, nasty stuff that, I mean, depending on the size of the room, it's not going to kill you, but it's not, it's not a habit you want to get into. I saw some people, they were like, no heat, no problem. And they turned on their gas stove in their, in their house, like their their oven, and it's like yikes, mm. yeah. Mm. Were they okay? Hopefully, I mean, oh yeah, yeah, they're fine. But it's like if ventilation things go wrong and you don't have a a detector to detect the gas, uh, if it's leaking, that's problematic. So that's just kind of a safety thing more than anything else. But um, so at some point, you guys were like, you know what, the car has heat, so let's go sit in the car. Yeah, that's what we did for two of the days was just sit in the car all day. Yeah. Camp mode. Yeah. Camp mode is great. We we knew it before, but And we were relatively charged up. Yeah. We could have been fuller. That's something else we should have done if we heard, Hey, we're gonna lose power, let's fill up we let's charge the car. We did not do that. I was charging, but then it was like you don't want to overload the system. You know, it's like, am I so we're like, let's be civically responsible. <laughs> yeah. Like near the end. And I'm like, that's part of it, I guess. But, <laughs> also like I was, um, it, you know, it would for, for a while. I was like, the power was like flickering. flickering. Yeah. So I, I didn't, I mean, I'm sure the car can. Handle. Yeah. So we, so we had like, what? hundred and 130 miles ish. It was like maybe halfway full. It was pretty good the first time. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty good, but it was also like, you know, the more we sat in it. And we we're also able to use it to charge our phones up, which was really nice. Because um, our phones weren't charged yeah. at all. That was so nice because we never the whole time had to worry about 
our phone, you know, because once you lose your phones, then it's another kind of, you know, whole world of problems. Yeah. So that was nice. Never have to worry yeah. about that. Yeah. And um, interesting enough, one town over, um, 20 minutes away, they still had power. Or at least the the spot where the Tesla destination charger was. So we were able to get um, some juice there. And but we just had to wait, you know, for like four or five hours to to get a worthy amount, you know. Um, were there other people trying to get in, or just you guys? Um, there there were more than average, but like it wasn't crazy. Like I, I think like timing worked out, or when someone was leaving, like we like pulled in, you know. Um, so yeah, that there's not a ton of Teslas there though, so. Didn't seem like a huge deal, but yeah, we were able to do that one of the days, which was really nice because then we felt like, oh, we can like sleep in the car tonight and like not feel like we're just wasting draining the battery. Um, but then we had the idea to go to Houston. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, it was like on the third day. I don't know how how worth. <laughs> yeah, it was like we woke up, everything seemed fine, roads are dry. Ah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Um, and so I was like, you know, let's go charge and come back and, uh, <laughs> let's go supercharge. Yeah. Sorry. That's Cleo. So, yeah. <laughs> she must, did she put, that's what the sound she makes when she puts her, gets her tiny ball stuck under the couch. Um, but yeah, we'll just cut that. <laughs> yeah, maybe we cut that. <laughs> sorry. Um, but yeah, that's so, fine. so it was the, you know. The roads were dry. We were like, okay, let's go charge. And then, you know, maybe we can jump from there farther or we can find a hotel around there or we can always just go back. Yeah, we thought we had to have a higher chance of finding a hotel. I think it was our main plan. And we're yeah. like, and we can supercharge. And our map could showed us that some chargers were out. Yeah, that was cool. That's something to bring up. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Tesla was like, these ones are dead, but these ones are, are alive. Yep, yep. Showed and, us which ones had power. And so we were like, oh, cool. So we... Went to the nearest one in Houston that was still working, and we got out to plug it in, and the power literally went out. Yeah, well, and even on the way there, we were having, like, a ton of mileage slip, miles slippage. Like, yeah, because it was, it was like, so cold. Yeah, so, like, it took a lot more miles than estimated initially. Mm-hmm. So we got there when we were pretty low. Yeah. We were... Like, 40 miles, maybe? Yeah. We were at... We got 40 miles, and we are like, oof, this is like... Yeah, we don't normally don't push it. And we <laughs> yeah. had never seen that kind of slippage before. Yeah. And so we get there, and... Like you Literally said, like, go to plug in, and within, like, the minute, the power went out. Mm-hmm. Of the and whole area. The whole area. Like, I went... I was taking Cleo on a little walk, and, like, the restaurant, I watched their lights go out, you know? And they're like, oh. oh so no. it was, like, literally the minute we got there, mm-hmm. um... And so then we had this whole debate of like, do it was, we? It was really like that was shitty. That was really yeah. We that were like next... we we're really low. Yeah, like I think we were kind of like over. Like we were also like already exhausted and you know, day three. Been, yeah, day three. Everything had been going wrong, and like now I'd be like, yeah, forty miles is pretty good. Like, but at the time it was like that's nothing because. You know, we were like, well, we could try to go to the next one, and it's within, it's like 20 miles, but, you know, everything had been going wrong, so we were like, if that one is out too, it says it's working now, if that one is out though, we're screwed, because we can't even stay warm through the night, and the car goes to zero, 
And there's nobody, like, you know, the car goes to zero and you have to get, like, service people to come pick. So and there's like, bigger fish to fry. Right. Like, yeah. we're in the middle of this <laughs> insane snowstorm. Yeah, there's way bigger fish to fry. So nobody's going to, we're going to be, this is going to be a block. And, you know, it's, and mm-hmm. we're going to be super screwed. And so we debated for, like, do we just camp out at this charger hoping that the power comes back on? Mm-hmm. Or... We could probably, you know... Probably have enough miles to stay warm through the night at that point. Real quick, like as a general rule, the two of you are pretty easygoing, and I never really see either one of you like get even when you're frustrated that frustrated. But I could tell, like one night, I can't remember which night it was. I was talking to you guys, and you were making jokes and and laughing. But I could tell that you were you were both mm-hmm. very stressed because you were in the car with Cleo. Oh, yeah. You know, it was cold. You guys had nothing to do mm-hmm. except. For- effectively just sit there and stare at each other yeah i did read a whole book for the first time in like a long time (laughs) yeah but yeah it was a lot of just like and just worrying about it like every day got like worse and worse like that um yeah and this was the pinnacle this was really like then so we decide to go to the next charger and it was like it was we were already feeling very precarious, extremely precarious. Like driving there was the most stressful drive ever. Cause like we're worried about mileage slippage. We had just seen it like say it was going to be this much and it was actually a lot more. Yeah. So, because all the highways were closed because of the ice. So, so it, we had to take all side roads. So it was taking way longer. And it was a bunch of traffic. Yeah. And we're, so we're just like sitting there. We're just watching the miles like fall, even oh though we're like gosh. not moving. Yeah. And we don't know if, like, yeah, we don't know if we can even get there. Like, I'm starting to be like, if the road's closed, to, like, yeah, you know. Um, we're super nervous. Really, we're not even talking. We're yeah. just like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we had everything off. All appliances, like. Yeah. The win- windows were steaming up. We, like, let them steam up for a while before we, like. <laughs> Clear them, yeah. <laughs> um, it was it was horrible. It really was. Yeah, it was such a bad drive. Um, but we were also like not coming from a from a point of strength because it had been a few days. So like, yeah, we're, yeah. Looking back, I was like, okay, yeah, it's probably there. But yeah, it was just all the stress. Yeah, yeah, we were at, we were at the end there, and if that one <laughs> that one was out, I, we would have been like, just I'm gonna walk away from this car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this, this car is dead to us. Yeah. <laughs> But it it wasn't, and it was it was um, very much working, and we got there, and it was a very nice view, and I was like, okay, yeah, it's wonderful, and and we show up, and um, there was a guy we had seen at the previous one, and so like right when we both showed up at the same time, and we're like, oh, it's not working, no, it's not working, and then they left, and then you know we spent a while there debating, debating. what to do, <laughs> and just like panicking, <laughs> which we don't normally, but like. You know, um, and then, so we go to the next one and I'm like looking for a spot and he's like, oh, you can take mine. And he was like, you know, and he's like, I was wondering where you guys were. What yeah, took you so long? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, what took you so long? <laughs> like he literally just went drove right the next away. one yeah. and filled up by the time we got there. Yeah. Cause that was how much time we just spent. Like, yeah. I don't know. What do we do? Yeah. Were you like decision paralysis? That's what took us so long. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. It's like, yeah. Like looking back, I mean, I do think it was close and it worked out and there was a chance that it didn't. So it's, it's great hindsight, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, 40 miles, 40 normal miles 
on a normal day is fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I wouldn't worry about it at all. But that was not a normal day. Mm -hmm. It had been, you know, dropping very quickly and nothing had been going away. And, um, you know, all of the, all of the roads and issues and stuff like that. So, yeah, we just felt like we were in survival mode for that whole time. We're like trying to make it to our next meal, to our next charge. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to keep our poor dog. Yeah. When, when you, when you finally got to a place to stay that was safe and had heat and, and stuff like that, you both look, I don't know if you had taken a shower yet, but you both look like you were just like, <laughs> I'm not going to use this word cause it's probably bad. Uh, you both look terrible. You look what? You, you just out. looked like you were exhausted. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Yeah. You both look terrible. Mm-hmm. You just looked absolutely exhausted. And it, like I could see on your faces and it, you know, broke my heart a little bit. I can see on your faces, like you guys have been really <laughs> stressed Yeah, and, uh, you know, it doesn't, it's important to note that even though uh, you had an electric car and you went through this ordeal, you'd probably have the same oh, yeah. process if you went through with a with a gas car because you still have to find your your gas and it doesn't make it any better because it's still the whole process is still stressful. Yeah, and the this amazing family that took us in—they're so so wonderful. They um, even they we're trying to figure out how to get gas because like the ones that were working, like if you didn't show up at like 5am when the gas station opened, they were going to run out within like X amount of time. So it was like, yeah, yeah, a whole other set of problems that. And, and at the house, the people across the way, there wasn't a lot of people. There was a lot of houses, but not a lot of people there, but there was one people who lived there and they have a gas car and they would have to turn on. Like you could see them like, Oh, lights would go. They had to turn on like every 20 minutes during the night, throughout the night. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, you know, the car loses its heat pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, so they were trying to conserve. Yeah, they're trying to like conserve, like probably not turn it on too much, and then like you know, but still mm-hmm. they they want to be warm. So you can and, never really fall asleep. Yeah. You're constantly turning it back. Yeah. Yeah. Like this whole thing where we could just put on camp mode and forget about it, um, and you know, set the temperature at a conservative number, but a number that we were you know comfortable with uh, heat wise. Um, and and that was really nice. So, yeah. Um, and and it didn't use that much energy. I I bet ours, you know, they probably had to fill up more often for if, if we were just heating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, just heating it probably lasts longer. Yeah. I mean, we don't know for sure, but that'd be yeah, interesting. It'd be a it'd be a cool study. Mm-hmm. Well, with the new heat pump, but um, yeah, it was it was any of the phones always being charged is a big. It's like your view to the world at that point. It's your like one, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it yeah. was an experience. Yeah, yeah, we certainly learned some lessons. <laughs> Charge up before, obviously. <laughs> you get know, there's no chains. Get there's no chains. There's going to be cold. Um, you're going to get. You know, they say it, but this was like pretty aggressive lost during the, like you know very cold weather mm-hmm. of miles um, slippage yeah yeah we call it slippage because <laughs> like you see it's like you like can see how what your mileage is going to be at the end and you like on the start of a trip you see like put your address in and see the miles you're like okay it should be at you know like 150 and then you get there and you go okay how what's it actually at <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's it's usually really accurate it's pretty good it's yeah. always laying a little more i think but uh at least from my um experience but mm-hmm. yeah 
that was. We're probably nearing your, and then you have a time limit. We are we are at an hour and one minute. So, um, do you guys have any like in in a brief uh, advice to anybody who is in or may find themselves in a similar situation? Uh, just to kind of to as a, like as a public service mm-hmm. announcement, what what would you say is like um, like you're the wizened old person at a birthday party and you're giving advice to the young folks. <laughs> We're the worst people to give advice. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, I, yeah. Like who, who, like, I mean, no, have some water. We luckily had water. Mm-hmm. I had, we could have had more. We could have more, but I was also like weird about collecting all the old, bottles so yeah, like, when it was yeah true so like when the when we had the water just dripping um to like try to prevent the freeze i um i also had it fill up these old bottles and that was we could use it to flush the toilets yeah oh that's a good that idea great. and um so that was one thing i mean the window thing again i would probably do but it's only gonna help you for so long not that long but it would have helped a little bit like covering all the windows and staying in room um charging up um Charging up everything, like not just the car, but like our phones, even just yeah. starting at like a good spot. Yeah, we had kind of, I kind of charged our equipment a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, then I don't know, like, yeah, I guess like one is just like maybe a more general one is just like plan if, oh, it might, the power might go out for an hour or two. You should still plan like it's going to go out for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's also, like, tough because if this happens again, it's, like, pretty ridiculous because, you know, normally a power is more localized. So you can go, you can, like, leave the area. This was, like, such a wide area that we couldn't even leave the area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we couldn't get out, you know. Um, but, yeah, I'd say play, like it's going to be a couple of days. Well, it wasn't like you guys were, like, on the on the border of, like, you know, New Mexico or Wyoming or something, like, or Oklahoma. It's not like you guys could just drive across the border like you you were as far away from those places as you could possibly be when i was looking on the map i was like well let's get them back to new at least to mexico (laughs) and i look and you guys are like so far away and i was like okay let's get them to wyoming and you guys are about the same distance away and then i was like well oklahoma it's about the same distance you guys were like not i mean you were you were like literally in the worst place that you could have been if you like (laughs) took a compass like you know what a compass is like the, the um the actual tool that people use for navigating and stuff. If you took a compass and you just kind of drew a circle, that's about the same. It, you you could leave it on the same position and you would hit all three of those states mm-hmm. pretty much from where you guys were. It was like a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that um, taking long distance drives in Tesla with autopilot and FSD. Great. It's it's really fine. It's a very relaxing trip. Being uh, without power for an extended period of time and it being cold, bad. I would I would rate that scary. <laughs> bad. Regardless. I'm not gonna give yeah, that four gonna, stars. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe even as low as three and a half stars. But, but yeah. with the gas car, two stars. It's it's gonna be bad regardless. Like yeah, you know, that's true. 
and, and we we were able to pretty much stay charged. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I think in the future it's going to be have more stations. Um, yeah, but all right, we gotta wrap it up. He's losing time. Thank you for having us. <laughs> thank you, and thank you for wrapping <laughs> it up. <laughs> And I'm sure in another couple of months we'll we'll get together and we will uh, see where you guys are at on your next yeah. adventure. Thanks for staying tuned. We enjoy mm-hmm. sharing. <laughs> yeah, oversharing. Yep, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, bye guys. All right, bye. All right, that was Brad and Sierra. I want to thank them for coming on the show and being so generous with their time. Even though they're family, we hung out for pretty close to two hours. So, and they're they're it was quite late for them by the time we got done. I think it was like eleven, maybe eleven thirty. So, I want to thank Brad and Sierra for coming on the show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. If you want to email me, go to or type into your email. <laughs> Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. If you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me on Twitter at 918digital. And then if you want to support the show, go to supportkilowatt.com or kilowatt uh, patreon.com forward slash kilowatt. And that is it for me, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I will see you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.